Buenos dias from the Springs. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 28th of July, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's been quite a nerve-wracking week with unstable markets, shrinking reserves, and volatile prices. Ever since the resignation of the economy minister, the value of the peso has been fluctuating, with the parallel market updating rates every few minutes. On Thursday, the 21st, the government decided to enable foreign tourists to exchange up to 5,000 U.S. dollars at the MEP rate. With so many different rates, it may be hard to keep up with them, but what you should know is that the MEP is a bit under the parallel exchange rate, but twice the official one. For locals, the MEP also represents an opportunity. This rate is the result of a very simple operation that consists of the purchase of bonds in pesos and their subsequent sale in dollars. This allows people to buy unlimited dollars per month and at a good price. Speaking of tourists, remember that Venezuelan plane that has been grounded since June? Its 19 crew members are still prevented from leaving the country pending an investigation, and Iran demanded last week that Argentina lift the exit ban immediately. The United States assures that one of the crew members has links to an Iranian terrorist organization. However, President Fernandez said the plane had to land only due to fuel difficulties linked to U.S. sanctions on Venezuela. Either way, there's no end in sight for this case, at least until the alleged investigations are completed. On that note about the state, Joe Biden's meeting with Alberto Fernandez had to be canceled because of the U.S. president who tested positive for COVID-19. Depending on the speed of Biden's recovery, the meeting that was supposed to happen on July the 26th may end up being online. That may not be such a bad idea, considering the complications at Ezeza International Airport and the Jorge Newbery Metropolitan Airport are having due to weather conditions. Storms and low visibility affected a hundred flights during the weekend, many of which had to be canceled. But while the weather may be dark and gloomy, we have the happiest news coming from the Ibarra National Park. A captive-born jaguar that had been released last year gave birth to two cubs, the first to be born in the wild in the area for 70 years. According to the Rewilding Argentina Conservation Body, eight jaguars were released in the Ibarra Park last year. From jaguar cubs to human kids, children between six months and three years are now eligible to get a COVID-19 vaccine in the Buenos Aires province. The announcement came right after the country received more than two million pediatric vaccines. In order to get the shot, Kids will have to be registered on the Bacanate PBA's website or app. You can find the link to the webpage in our show notes. So far, 15 million citizens have received at least two doses in the Buenos Aires province. Speaking of the Buenos Aires province, the Federal Administration of Public Revenues, also known as AFIP, and the Buenos Aires government will allow new limited liability companies to request 
simplified registration as of the 1st of August. This means that new companies will be able to obtain their Kuwait and electronic fiscal domicile in a single step. Other companies, like civil associations, charitable foundations, associations, and trust contracts, will have to wait for the regulations of Buenos Aires Provincial Directorate of Legal Entities of the Ministry of Justice and Human Rights. On that note, about legal entities, Vice President Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner blamed the Supreme Court for the economic crisis. She said they make it very difficult to improve Argentine living conditions with their rulings which paralyze the government. The VP has long accused the Supreme Court of different things, including the political persecution of Kirchnerism. This new attack comes together with the start of her trial for public works graft in the award of a highway construction contract. On Tuesday the 26th in Congress, the Vice President and the Chamber of Deputies Speaker Sergio Massa decided against a pay increase for deputies and senators, that is, unless they vote for one themselves. Deputies currently see net earnings of almost 450,000 pesos, about $1,500, plus a significant amount of money they can spend on advisors, travel, and other expenses. Since we're on the topic of politics, demonstrators filled the streets on Tuesday the 26th to pay tribute to the iconic political figure Eva Perón on the 70th anniversary of her death, also known as Evita, the wife of former President Juan Domingo Perón, became a legend due to her fight for women's rights and her premature death at 33 years old in 1952. Her influence even traveled beyond Argentina, and her life story was depicted in a long-running musical and a film starring Madonna. On a similar note, Delia Cecilia Giovanola, a founding member of the Grandmothers of Plaza de Mayo, died last week at the age of 96. She dedicated her life to the human rights organization with the goal of finding the children stolen and illegally adopted during the last military dictatorship and was able to find her own grandson seven years ago. Speaking of the dictatorship, the film Argentina 1985 will compete at the Venice International Film Festival while it won't be released to the general public until September, it was already chosen to be part of the festival and will compete against another 21 titles for The Golden Lion. Starring Ricardo Darín and Peter Lanzani, the film tells the story of the prosecution of the leaders of the last civic military dictatorship. Meanwhile, in the city of Rosario, the streets are as dangerous as they were four decades ago, albeit for different reasons. Being the main setting of a chronic feud between rival drug trafficking gangs, violence in Santa Fe's largest city is escalating with at least three people killed last week. There's been 139 murders since the start of this year. Speaking of the Santa Fe province, the Minister of Education is pushing an initiative that would ban the obligation to repeat at school. Starting 23, the Continuous Advance scheme would allow students to pass even with pending subjects based on the theory that the traditional format increases dropout rates. To wrap up with some lighter news, the messaging app WhatsApp 
which is the most popular messaging platform in Latin America, will be introducing some interesting updates. Mainly, it will add the possibility of hiding your online status. Users will be able to choose to hide it from everyone, all contacts, or from some selected contacts. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Did we miss anything important? What would you like us to talk about in the next update? Let us know your thoughts at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana.